<laughs> oh god. Hello. There. This is episode 407. No, it's not. God. Uh, I could restart this, but I don't want to because I'm recording this so much later than usual and I have to make sure I get this out today. Today being August 6, 2008. This is, of course, the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Monday, which is the date I already said. Is everything out of order? It sure is. I am your host, Marcus Nez, who is known to put things out of order and get in tangents. Tangent City, last episode, I don't remember any of that, but I do know I recorded a half hour of something. Good something? Eh, probably not. Is it ever good something? <laughs> no. Uh, sometimes it's not too bad. But today, I'll be talking about Dead Cells. Some more No Man's Sky, probably. Just a smidgen. Uh, a little helping of Rainbow Six Siege. Nothing really exciting to talk about there, because I haven't done anything new in there. But I have been playing it again a bit more. And Pixar movies. And when I think it all went downhill, which I, I think is something that if you would say they've gone downhill, even if you're still a big fan, you would agree at the point at which things started to change. And I think that's about it. Hopefully this won't run too long because, like I said, I got to still edit it afterwards, even though I don't do that much editing. Before I get all that, though, I want to talk about one of the comments I got on one of my anime reviews saying that I should really edit my videos more and, you know, look at the look at the, the camera. And guess what? Not going to do that. I don't even need to do these videos. You know why I do them? Because why not? If people don't like the fact that I don't look at the camera, that's fine. I don't need to look at you. I don't want to look at you. I don't like the way my face looks directly at the camera. I think this angle is where I look the least ugly that I can possibly look. And I hate the way I look. I guarantee it. And uh, so, yeah, that's why I do that. And that's not going to change. Um, and uh, that's the first complaint I've ever gotten, surprisingly so. I would have expected a lot more complaints about that. Uh, I also, I don't think, I mean, the, the view count is definitely showing, but uh, the the majority of podcast listeners are still vastly on the audio side because why watch the 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 video you're not getting anything special other than my face which isn't special the reviews are exclusive to youtube so anywho so i've been really busy really exhausted haven't had as much time to put into anything that is even remotely relaxing or recreational and when I have I've been playing Dead Cells I got a code for it and I wish I could have been playing No Man's Sky not to say Dead Cells is bad but just that I'm so into No Man's Sky uh, let's just get out of the way No Man's Sky haven't played that much but it's still fantastic I love it I've started naming my planets. I can't remember what I said on the last episode, so I could just be reiterating everything, rehashing everything. But I've started naming... I don't... I haven't uploaded any of the creatures or plants on these planets that I've named because I don't know if I want to get so deep in the weeds that I'm going to name literally everything from this point on. 
Uh, and my problem with that is the fact that I look at a lot of plants and I don't know what the hell to name them. Oh, look, that's that's a tree. That's a, a slightly different tree. What am I, I going to name it? Tree thing? <laughs> See? I can't think of anything. Some of the animals, sure. There's one that's like a giant walking pineapple, and I just call it a pineapple, which also isn't that creative. I could have maybe thought of something. I was like, ooh, I can call it a wine apple, but it's not really whining or anything, so I that doesn't make sense. It's not dining with other similar creatures, so it's not a dine apple. Uh, it's not a crab that also looks like a pineapple, so it can't be a crab apple, which is already a thing anyway, so why would I do that? Are crab apples the thing that you used to like put in corners to like, get rid of spiders or something? I remember something along those lines when I was little. My mom used to put these apple things in corners. But yeah, No Man's Sky is still a delightful, delightful, monotonous slog of a game that is just right up my alley. And I understand why so many people don't like it, but I still just adore it. And I haven't had any more uh, issues performance-wise. I haven't had a single crash. I have uh, saw some people talking about crashes on like PS4 and PC. I'm sure there have been crashes on Xbox. I've just been lucky enough not to have one, which would really suck because the save system is still something that is annoying in No Man's Sky where it only auto-saves when you leave your ship, uh, when you enter and leave your ship. And I forget... I forget if it auto saves anywhere else but then you can also when you find the like uh not waypoints but the little beacons on planets that'll be a manual save and you can create a save point that's portable a portable save point that you can just throw out there and save the game and then pick it back up and those are all fine ways the save point is definitely an essential inventory item to have but I think it would just make sense for the game to autosave rather frequently so that it's because uh, you can game the the game w in doing that like you can you can try something uh and have it not work out and then redo everything uh, if you're getting into uh, uh, battles with sentinels or whatever you're like I want to get into a crazy sentinel battle but if I die I'm going to restart I'm going to reload my last save you can do that but if it had an autosave system that constantly was Autosave at any time something happened, uh, you wouldn't be able to do that. And I feel like in a game like No Man's Sky, that would make a lot of sense. And it would also make potential crashes and whatnot a lot less frustrating. But Dead Cells. Dead Cells came out on PC, I think, last year. Uh, I don't think it was any earlier than that. And is finally making its way to consoles, both uh, on Switch, PS4, and Xbox one I've been playing on Xbox One. It is a Metroidvania-esque roguelike. Similar in many ways to Rogue Legacy with some really nice pixel art, uh, solid combat, and a Dark Souls-esque cells system where you collect cells from enemies you defeat in order to upgrade your character with abilities that carry over and are permanent throughout your various playthroughs. Um, and the way it works is that you, you start, you go through the level, you always start at the same stats with the same base weapons. You can 
mess around with uh, certain permanent unlocks that will change that. But in the very beginning, you start that way. You go through the area. You are collecting these cells off of enemies as you kill them. Some will give you more, depending on like if they're a boss or an elite, a sub-boss. And there are little points between each level where you can then turn those in. But if you don't, if you die midway in a level, you'll lose all the cells that you're currently carrying. And unlike Dark Souls or similar games, you cannot collect those cells. You can't find your corpse and collect those cells. Those are gone forever. Everything is a fresh playthrough with the same, I think, handcrafted levels, but just procedurally generated into a certain layout. And you will find sub-bosses that you fight and they will give you permanent these runes that are permanent upgrades and abilities like the first one is this ability to transform turn these little like green blobs on the ground into vines that you can climb up and reach areas you wouldn't be able to otherwise and I I like the game. I put maybe four hours into it, and I like it, but I don't love it. And some of the things that really annoy me about the game, one, just to get this out of the way, I'm playing on the Xbox One X. It stutters sometimes. That is annoying. I've never had it have it. Ha, I've never had it stutter at any real critical point where it stuttered and I got hit and died because of it. But it does stutter here and there uh and that's really annoying and disappointing especially since i'm playing on an x and i would expect you know an x should be able to handle a game like this it's not it doesn't look to be that taxing of a game and then i think one of the biggest issues i have with the game is that it just doesn't have that charm that something like Rogue Legacy has, it doesn't have enough personality. The enemies are solid, but they're just, there's something about the whole game that it just, it's got like this very bland feel to it compared to other games that are more vibrant or just a bit more charming. The music, I don't feel like has really grabbed me or stood out in any particular way. And the levels, while they are different, they still feel very similar. And I don't know if it's just the art style and, and the lack of color. and just there's, there's something about them that while I know they're different and they, they definitely feel different, I still feel like, oh, this is just all the same thing. And that's not to say that that wasn't the same in Rogue Legacy. It's just I think maybe the charm made up for that and the, and the humor of it. And the just weirdness of the things that could happen with the whole, uh, you know, your three different airs or whatever. And, like, they could you could play the whole playthrough upside down with your new character for one go and whatnot. And, and stuff like that that just made it a bit exciting and ridiculous and, you know, let you experiment with the ridiculous types of things. And Dead Cells just feels very samey in every playthrough for me so far. Um... And the thing that I hate most about the game is the progression system, which is the permanent unlocks you unlock using the, the cells you collect. So when you get to this space between levels, you'll be able to turn in your cells and put them towards different upgrades like health flasks, which allow you to heal yourself and then you can 
upgrade and take more health glass with you. You have like a, a gold thing that allows you to uh, bring back a certain amount of gold every time you start a new playthrough. The there are weapons that you will unlock that will then be in. I guess they'll be in the game to find, and at a point you can unlock uh, these things that will allow you to start with a random shield or sword or bow and arrow, which is what I was referring to, alluding to earlier when I said you're not always going to start with the same weapon uh, at a point when you unlock that. The thing I hate about the progression system is that things are locked until you unlock a certain amount of various skills or weapons or what have you. So I unlocked the flask right away because I think you have to. I think it forces you to do that. And you, why wouldn't you anyway? And then I think the second unlock was available right away too. But then after I unlocked the second one, it said you have to unlock six more things before you can start upgrading this. And... I hate that because that means I have to spend my cells on things I don't want in order to unlock this thing and just the ability to put cells into that. And that's annoying. That's so, such a stupid system to me. I don't like I I I I just hate it so much because it, it forced me to spend cells that I could be putting towards this thing I really want into all this crap that I'm never going to use and I don't care about it and I'm specifically focusing on like okay this thing is cheap and that thing is cheap I'll just get them because they're the cheapest and it's the quickest way to get to this thing that I actually want and sure there are things that come uh, out as you collect blueprints in the game and those will allow you those are how you unlock various new weapons and what have you to put cells into to unlock in the game and that's that's fine you know i i'm i don't mind like i don't know i just hate that they lock the the progression in that way and force you to mess around with other things and some people might be like well that's really great because that it means you have to try new things and you have to unlock this thing that will help you play the game differently and allow for different types of playthroughs and give you access to new weapons that you might end up liking but let me choose let me let me be the one who chooses whether or not i want to do that or not maybe i just want to focus on this one skill for the time being and once it gets to a ridiculous point because i think the the third upgrade for the health loss is like 300 cells that is going to take a long ass time and a lot of the early ones are around 20 30 some are 60s some are even lower for like really basic things so at a point i'm gonna want to start spending my cells on other things before i keep upgrading my health flask but i can also you know choose to just nickel away at it uh nickel away at it that is not right that can't be right i'm not even gonna try and think of what the hell i'm trying to think of in my stupid dyslexic head but I just hate that system, okay? That's the point I'm trying to get across as I fail to find words in my head. But other than that, I am really liking it. I, I think the combat is pretty fun. I haven't run into the m too many interesting enemies. There are a lot of basic ones. Like, okay, there's this giant pink one that just throws 
pink balls at you that are very easy to avoid and it's very easy to kill because once you start attacking that enemy it can't do any damage to you there's this green thing that just flings itself at you and does a lot of damage if it manages to do that but it's pretty easy to avoid that and kill that before it even has a time to do that because you get a few swipes and then you stun it there is a bow and arrow person who is basic as hell and easy to avoid the arrows and just kill them they're not hard uh there's a like a i don't know some kind of swordy sword person who can teleport and they can be annoying but all you gotta do if you take the shield and not the bow and arrow because you start the game and you are a lot you pick you know a shield and a bow and arrow with your sword one or the other uh and you can parry and if you parry them they're down for the time it takes to kill them uh, there's some more interesting stuff in the toxic sewers, I believe they're called. Uh, some annoying enemies in there. But in the very early levels, I think that might be the problem with Dead Cells 2 is that it probably gets much more interesting in the levels past the, the first few, your, your intro levels. Um, but, you know, you're going to be playing the intro quite a bit potentially depending on how well you do and how quickly you get through it because you'll be dying a bit in the very beginning maybe a lot and it just it makes an okay first impression but it didn't make the best for me um but if you do like these types of games these roguelike and metroidvania s games it's definitely worth checking out i think it probably is a perfect game for switch given the, the portable aspect of it all and it's a game that if you do really like it and you like these types of games and you get into it you can put a lot of time in it into it to upgrade your care i don't know if there's a new game plus or anything like that but you can it'll it'll take you a while to get all those cells and all that stuff and fully upgrade a lot of these things and it, it's fun finding new blueprints for stuff and unlocking those. I like that aspect uh, of the progression system. And it gets really worrisome when I am having a pretty good run and I've also managed to find, like, I don't, my last run I had that I'm still on that I haven't died from, but I got to one of the midway points where I was in that place to turn in my cells and turn in the blueprints for the unlocks. I had maybe six or seven blueprints on me, and I was getting so nervous because I didn't want to lose all those because those like your cells disappear uh, when you die and some of them are located in secret locations or a bunch of secret locations in the game and there are areas that uh, one of the things I like too is that there is a system in the levels for speed running and these doors that will lock after a certain amount of time so if you don't get there quick enough they'll be locked and those things always have goodies in them so those are cool um, but the blueprints, some of them are in fixed locations, but a lot of them are just random drops. And sometimes you can go through a playthrough and you'll get no drops. But sometimes, like the one I'm on currently, you get a whole bunch of blueprint drops. And I don't want to lose those. I, I care less about losing cells than I do about losing blueprints, given that they, I mean, cells, they, they go towards permanent unlocks as well. But blueprints are a, a much rarer thing. But yeah, Dead Cells is a solid little thing. I just wish, I don't know, I just wish I liked it more than I do because I thought I was gonna love it, and I'm not 
in love with it right now. I'm still enjoying it, even though I feel like I've I'm coming across as being really down on it, and it's most mostly because I'm just I want to point out some of the things that I think are problematic with it because I think it, it is a really solid game, and there's a lot of good in there, but I think there are these really annoying aspects of it that hurt the experience for me, and potentially if those kind of things bother you, they uh, just something you should be aware of. But like if that progression system doesn't sound bad to you, then you know that's that's one of the biggest annoyances I have with the game. And then if that doesn't sound annoying to you at all, you know, that's something worth knowing. And then Rainbow Six Siege. Been playing more of that. I'm, I purchased some R6 credits or whatever because I like supporting that game. I like the way they support that game and give out a lot of free content and then just give you all these uh, customizable options for your characters, your, your various operators. And they recently released a full skin for my preferred operator, Thatcher. And it's nice because he doesn't have to wear the mask. And he gets, you know, he got a good old beard and a cool looking outfit. I got a new skin for him. The annoying thing about the R6 credits is that it takes him like 24 hours to put them in your account, which is just annoying that they're not there immediately. Um, got a really ridiculous skin and all that. And yeah. I'm I'm happy to support a game like that that really does a great job of supporting the community with new content for the game and all that jazz. And this is coming from someone who doesn't even see a lot of that content, really, because I mainly just play Lone Wolf Terrace Hunt, and I love that. I wish I had friends on Xbox who also played Rainbow Six Siege or even own it. I don't think I know anyone who really... I, the, I know a few who I think played it around launch, but nobody still plays it like me. But uh, I just, I love Terrace Hunt so much. So I play that every now and again, and sometimes I get really into it. And yeah, I might be getting really into it again. But then, moving on to Pixar. So I was watching a few Pixar movies this past weekend. Because uh, that that was something I was able to do while being busy, and I rewatched Ratatouille for the first time since the theater, and I I don't get why it's such a beloved Pixar movie. I mean, a lot of Pixar movies are beloved, and I don't get it. But Ratatouille to me is fine. It's it's solid, but it's not that great or interesting or funny or anything really. Um, it's something I never need to watch ever again. Um, yeah, it's just, it's like, okay, this is fine. It feels very closed off. It doesn't feel as big, as adventurous as some of the other Pixar movies, a lot of Pixar movies. But, um, yeah, I was not a huge fan of it. And then I rewatched Up. And I really like Up. I still don't like the last like third or whatever, which I think is just too violent and crazy. And the dogs, other than, uh, what is it, Dougie or Doug, um, are just, I. the game has a very stylized look to it, the, the humans and everything. But those dogs are just exaggerated versions of their real-life counterparts, and they look so mean and terrifying, like the bulldog or whatever it is is just like massive 
the uh, Rottweiler is just more muscular. The uh, Doberman Pinscher is just more slender and fierce looking. And it's just like, why do they have to look so intimidating and menacing? And just, why do you have to do this? Why can't things be a little bit nicer? Um, But yeah, I still really like the majority of Up. And then I was watching Inside Out again. And other than like the abstract thought bit or whatever, I don't really care about that movie. It, the art I'm not a huge fan of. And story-wise, it just was like, uh, whatever. It's not doing anything for me either. And then I was looking at all of their stuff. And I think After Up is where they really went downhill. Because... That is where the majority of all like the the majority of their films after that are just sequels. So after up we have Toy Story three, which people love. I don't. I have a lot of problems with that movie. I don't like it. I I think it's borderline a bad movie. Then we have Car two, Cars two, not good. Brave is probably their most just basic ass uninspired film that feels so much like a disney princess movie but you know just a very very average one nothing like you look at brave and then you look at something like tangled you put those two against each other tangled destroys it but i'm gonna put something out there that no one's gonna agree with tangled better than any pixar movie okay it's just you can't you can't argue with facts it's not fact it's just my opinion but I adore Tangled. Uh, Tangled is probably my second favorite Disney film behind Beauty and the Beast. Then we have Monsters University. This, I think this actually may be the only Pixar movie I still haven't seen. And the reason why is because Monsters, Inc. is my favorite movie. And they remove the best part of Monsters, Inc. And what makes it so special, and that is Boo. And I don't know how you make a Monsters, Inc. universe movie without that and make it anywhere near as good and then we have inside out and then the good dinosaur which is not good i i like some of the art in it but that was a really boring ass movie finding dory i was re-watching that and i was like uh i can't take dory dory is an exhausting character and she's not a character i want to spend that much time with um looks great you know i love the underwater thing and all that but you know just find some new sea creatures to have a story with. Cars 3, did not like that. Coco, I got issues with that as well, which I've gone over in previous um, episodes. And then The Incredibles 2, which I still haven't seen. I feel like that could maybe be one I really like, but I haven't seen it yet. And then the only one that's currently announced and known to be coming is Toy Story 4, another sequel. So since then, I mean, you had Coco, which... I think is great in its putting Mexican culture, you know, out there in, in a really big budget movie that's going to be seen by so many. Um, but ultimately, I like the Book of Life more, um, even though people are going to have issues with that. And oh, Channing Tatum is one of the voices, and you have what, like Ice Cube or something. Um, but yeah, Toy Star Three, Cars Two. Monsters University, Finding Dory, Cars 3, Incredibles 2, Toy Story 4. So there's seven sequels since Up, 
and then you have Brave Inside Out, good this is good giant assorted cocoa for not sequels, and of those, I'd I think two are considered by the majority to be great, being Inside Out and Coco, with Good Dinosaur. I think they're it's probably the worst. I don't know. Maybe Cars Two was it's one of the worst reviewed movies I believe, and then Brave I think was. I think a lot of people agree that it was just very kind of fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, when I look back at everything up and prior to it, like even though I think Ratatouille is fine and just okay, it's still fine. It's still okay. It's a solid movie. There's no part of it that I was like, oh, God, this is terrible. I just watched the whole thing. I'm like, well, yeah, this is a bit too long. But it's, I mean, it's okay. It has a fantastic ending. I love the ending to it, but, you know, Wally, I think, has a great first half, and then the second half has its moments, but it's it's nowhere near as strong as the first half. Up, great first two-thirds, and then it just gets weird, and I don't like the, the last third. I think the first Cars, it's it's okay. It It doesn't feel like it's i don't know if it's more geared towards kids or what the the problem is but like visually i think it is somewhat interesting to have these cars in this world that they've created uh then incredibles finding nemo monsters inc toy store 2 bugs life toy store so a lot of high quality things in there and just that one sequel in toy story 2 um but yeah i, I don't really have a point to mention any of this other than i was re-watching more Pixar movies and realize I like them a lot less than I thought I already did. But it's it's mainly just that at a point they just stopped being a studio that I was like I have to see everything that they do or like I'm I'm sure that I'm going to like everything they do. Now it's a studio that I haven't enjoyed for almost 10 years. Toy Story 3, don't like. Cars 2, don't like. Brave. I, I want to rewatch Brave. I should really see Monsters University just to have an opinion about it. Inside Out, mm, Good Dinosaur, no. Finding Door, whatever. Cars 3, bleh. Coco, bleh. whatever. Incredibles 2, maybe that'll turn things around for me when I finally see it. But uh, yeah, now that everyone hates me, I think that's a perfect time to end this episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Mark Kuznez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my anime list, Steam, Twitch, and all the usual places at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, which are both available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to check out the art I do, you can find it over at pxsart.com. And if you see something you like, you can click a little link, and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy supporting the site in general and everything we do, like the podcast, like the art, like the videos on the YouTubes, that's youtube.com slash sausage. you can go over to patreon.com slash pxsn support us that way with a buck or two a month or however much you want to put down i don't think you can put like pennies but if you can go for it i don't don't care whatever you do whatever you want give me 69 cents get 69 i'm a child okay